gentlemen and non-binary friends to the Long Shot Podcast. Today, we have your two co-hosts, myself, Amber Kenny, how rude of me to introduce myself first, and Sean Conroy. You know, I can't get over how rude you are sometimes. (laughs) Sorry. I'm a bad girl. (laughs) Terrible. How are you? What's going on? I'm fine. I'm fine. I, uh, I, uh, we, we, we talked a little, I, I was, I was a little sick last time we met, which was really only a few days ago at this right. point, I think. Uh, but I never got worse. So you know, whatever it was, uh, went away, which is nice. I was very happy that it didn't uh, develop into anything. And, uh, you know, I feel good. I, I got a lot done today. I had a good day. I got a lot of shit done today. Of your six or seven projects? <laughs> I'm already taking shit from listeners online. About really? That. Well, yeah. Oh, absolutely. But let me, let me, just, that, that. You also have a low threshold. <laughs> right. If somebody goes, what? so you're working on seven scripts? I'm you're like, like you piece you. Of Yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> How dare you? And they're just like, no, I was just I'm stating a fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's hundred percent true. Not a good way to go through life. Uh, but that just reminds me of a uh, a thing that happened the other night, which was I started a new class. And one of the people in the class is somebody that I've known for a very long time from UCB in New York from Oh, wow. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, and just, I, I, we have like a mutual admiration society, I would say. You know, like I was her improv teacher 20 years ago, and she always talks about how much she loved my class and whatever. And, and you know, I've always been a big fan of her work and, and whatever. So it's somebody that I really like. And so here she is in my, in my class. And I always start the class because I think this is true in, we've talked about this before, but this is true in every business, but in every business, but it's especially true and maybe not, but feels to me like it's even way more true. (laughs) You've talked yourself in and out of it like three times and I don't even know what we're talking about. (laughs) It could be a lie. It's maybe it's false. I don't know. Maybe sometimes. I mean, there's been experiments, but you know. Depends who you talk to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that that so much of, and I could have done this better along the way. So much of success in show business, in whatever part of show business, is about relationships with other people. Hot tip: every business. <laughs> but but yes, I know what you're saying, but relationships are basically how you succeed in any business and in entertainment maybe it's it's i don't know multiplied or something but um yeah i think that's what i'm saying because there is if you work for a corporation mm-hmm. not you because i know you work for a corporation but i'm saying if one works for a corporation there is a hierarchy and a roadmap and you know where you're, where you're headed and what's happening. 
guess who gets promoted? Right. I'm, but- I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like it's not supposed to be that way, but only only the people who do who are <laughs> great at relationship stuff get promoted at a corporation. It helps. It helps. It does. It does. I just think it's much more important in this because there isn't you don't even know what the right. fuck you're supposed to do next. Like it isn't like, oh, I'm gunning for my mm-hmm manager business card so I'm well gonna... and I, I just have to beef up my resume like no, it doesn't the resume matters like the least <clears throat> but whatever the case you and i could go back and forth on this forever no, I'm i think i'm right you. you're I'm wrong agreeing. you think you're right i am agreeing with you <laughs> <laughs> uh but the point is i always start off my first session I always start off my first session by having everybody like I go, these are the people that are going to get you jobs down the line. So let's all figure out, like, tell us everything there is to know about you. Find out who you everything. are. Get to, oh, get to know. <laughs> yeah. Must be a long class. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, the first Brutal. session is always at least two days. Uh, <laughs> Brutal. But, uh, yeah. So, so anyway, so, so this, woman is introducing herself to the class and she says incredibly nicely she says uh you know whatever i can't remember exactly but like i took class with sean 20 years ago in new york and i still talk about it to this day about what a great teacher he was and how i feel like i say this to people all the time i feel like he could teach anything to anybody he could teach you this class, he could teach you improv. He could teach you how to fix a tire. Like she was like effusive in her, which was very nice, you know, and made a me lot to live up to. <laughs> made me incredibly uncomfortable, of course, right. you know. And then it went to the next person, and I don't even remember who it was, but they were like, "I first got into comedy, or however it was. It was like I saw." Ascat and I saw Sean and Ascat and he was amazing. And but, were you like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! This wasn't the assignment. <laughs> like, you don't need to talk about I, me. I, well, it just was weird. Like, I, I didn't know what to do. You know, <laughs> right. like because I definitely had that impulse, but I was like, this is just bizarre. And so that then somebody else did something similar to that. So then, by the uh, it makes person, me wish I was in that class and I could have been like, don't know who Sean is, sort of regretting. Being. Luckily, there was somebody else there to do that. Who the fourth person just shat all over me, like you know, yeah, not like the way you're saying, but was like, I forget the first time I became aware of the magnificence of Sean, Con- like whatever. And it was somebody who I had had in class before, and so felt comfortable enough to to do that. And I was, and, and it was like, now I'm in this weird fucking thing where it's like, his attitude wasn't really, I'm just having fun. His attitude was like, clearly this is what Sean wants us to do. And, and I, I am not going to play that game. I am going to, you know, carve my own path. So it was, it just was like, oh my God. what's happening so it went through everybody and some of them i'd never met before didn't know them so they didn't have anything to say which was fine and i said 
at the end of the whole thing, I was like, guys, I really appreciate everything that everybody said that was so kind. That was very, very nice of you. Uh, but luckily, from this day forward, if I teach this class again, which I'm sure I will, I will establish a rule right from the beginning that you are not allowed to tell anyone how you know me or what you right. think of my work. Because it felt to me, like this is, this is what I said, and I don't know if you remember this, it felt to me like that first televised cabinet meeting of the Trump administration where they went around the table and they all talked about what a great leader he was and what a wonderful, amazing person and how grateful the country was that he was the president. Do you remember that at all? I don't, but I believe it was amazing. It was amazing. And uh, it was clearly a thing that he set up to have all these important people talk about how great he was. And it was that was the thing. It was televised live. Like he knew it was going to be on CNN and whatever. And he said, just go around the table and tell everybody how great I am. And that's exactly what almost all of them. Oh. I, think, I think James Mattis was the only one who didn't do that. They each and every one just stuck their tongues as far as they would go up his orange powdered bunghole into his lower intestine and swirled it around and then, uh, you know, went up and down a few times. Okay. <laughs> All right. uh, but anyway, that is something that happened over the course of this week. The end. But you said today was a good day. Mm-hmm. Do you want to elaborate on that? Sure. Yeah. I, 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 uh, <sighs> It's funny you were talking about your morning pages last week, and I, I've done that. I've 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 had days where I get up and I just read for like a half an hour or whatever. Um, but I still am in that place where I'm like looking at my phone a lot of the time, or looking at the TV or whatever. Full and this di- full disclosure, yeah, yeah, like with my like magical Zen morning pages that I've been so consistent with. It depends on the day. There's days where it's like flowing out of me and then there's days that I'm like oh that took me 45 minutes because I stopped and looked at TikTok every five minutes or like what whatever it it is but even but even in you saying that at least you are consistently doing that like you're going this is how I'm going to start the day and I'm still not able to to get to that point Um, and in fact it's funny I found a book that I clearly bought like a year or two ago with the best of intentions and then forgot that I had and it's a book that somebody published of like the rituals of famous artists or writers or whatever. And I thought that was the book that you, or was that an article that you read that it said like, don't look at your phone for half an hour. That was a different thing, but this oh, okay. is literally like, this is what, you know, Homer did every morning before he wrote the Odyssey. He woke up, he, you know, didn't look around because he was blind, you know, like all the things that, you know, uh, but it goes through like a bunch of them. And so I still haven't read it, but I forgot I had it. So I'm like, Oh, I should just look at that. But anyway, I'm, I'm just all over the place. You know, the department's a mess. I'm not, you know, sometimes I turn on the news sometimes I start going through Twitter, whatever. this morning I was like, I have a list of emails I want to send. So I'm just going to get up and do that first thing before I even, have breakfast thinking it would take me 
45 minutes, maybe. Right. Right. So I made coffee and I started on this list. And I realized that two of the emails I had to send had to do, (laughs) this is going to really rub some people the wrong way, but had to do with scripts that I wanted to send out. So I had to, or one was a script and one is just a document that's not at script phase yet, but like kind of a outline type thing, whatever. And I wanted to send these out. So as I was going down the list, I would like send out an email, get to the email with the script go into the script to fix everything I was going to fix in the script, send the email with the script attached. So it ended up instead of 45 minutes, it took me about four hours, but oh, I wow. got through so like, much stuff yeah. because I just it wasn't was like, just the email. You were also right. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to do this and, and send it out. And, and, you know, so anyway, it felt very, yeah, it sounded like you were in the zone. And then, of course, it was like two in the afternoon, and I had not had breakfast yet. And yeah. You started losing your mind. Right. What do you normally have for breakfast? It's a good question. It depends. Um, no, it's a great question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of times, I'll have oatmeal Ooh, with. That's what I uh, had today. Peanut butter and banana. That's my oatmeal thing. I know different people put different I things you in like their oatmeal. Banana. Am I crazy? I don't like banana flavored things. Okay. And I know you could say, <laughs> uh, I know you could say right now, uh, hint, hint, guess what bananas taste like. But, but I'm talking about banana, artificial, artificial banana flavoring is one of the most revolting things. Like, I like process. grapes. But grape flavor, it Mm -hmm. A, doesn't taste anything like grapes, Mm -hmm. and it's gross. (laughs) Well, that's incorrect. But yes, I get what you're saying. But it's like, those are two different flavors. Right. right. Uh, But yeah, so I banana flavoring is disgusting to me. But I like bananas. Mm -hmm. And so I'll have... Silly Sally over here. I'll have your oatmeal, your peanut butter, and your banana. Swirl it all together. And that's good because it... It's very quick as well, you know. Um, that 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 microwavable oatmeal mm. is just just get it done right away. And then I'll usually with that I'll usually have a glass of milk because you know you got to get all. The That's insane! You drink a glass of milk? I do. That's crazy, Sean. I didn't know anyone still did that. I do. That I is do. insane. <laughs> I like I'm milk. <laughs> I like milk. I like milk flavored things too. If something has milk flavoring in it, I'm on. Uh, and what I really like to do is put the milk in the glass mm-hmm. and put it on the table and leave it there while I make the coffee. Oh, so it's there. warm. So it's nice and room temperature by the time I get to it. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough stuff. It's really good. I had oatmeal today too with peanut butter, mm-hmm. but no, f- I eat a pear on the side. Cool story. <laughs> I'm new to breakfast. I haven't eaten breakfast in a long time. Really? Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure it out. And But here's the other part of breakfast for me is that I will also sometimes do full on like bacon and eggs with either uh black beans or or potatoes or you know variety of variety of side dishes uh because i do i like breakfast breakfast is my favorite meal you know 
Um, oatmeal is not my favorite meal, but if I do the eggs and bacon, that makes me pretty happy, you know? Uh, but it's a lot, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of cleaning up. It's, you know, mm. takes a bit of a while. So anyway, that's breakfast in my house. Special uh, occasions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if there's a special occasion, it usually lasts for like four or five days because once I get a dozen eggs, I'm not just going to leave them sitting around. You know what I mean? Uh, you got to like get rid of those things. Uh, maybe I'll take six of them and put them in a glass of milk and just stir it up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the reason I ask is I'm new to breakfast. I'm trying to eat breakfast more regularly and Jeff has always been a breakfast guy, mm-hmm. but he eats raisin bran with yeah. milk. <laughs> so like I'm out. I have to find some, I have to fend for myself. I also like that you are part of that segment of society that says milk instead of milk. And we've done this before. Yeah. <laughs> interesting to me that the people who are, who refuse to recognize the letter I as what it is. Uh, <laughs> I'm from California. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm from California. Yeah. Um, uh, but here's another, I, just to talk more, because why not talk more about scripts since I'm, since I'm in that place? Uh, you know, for years I was working on scripts with other people for various TV shows, whatever, whatever. And I love doing that because it is a fun collaborative process. It also means that you go through it so much before anybody outside that little circle of people sees it, that you're like, oh, this is exactly where we want it to be. They might have thoughts about it, but you're never like, I just have no idea about There's this. been a lot of quality control. Right. Now, in the last couple of years, I've written a number of things just on my own. Mm. And you're like, this might be insane. This might right. make and no gotten sense. gotten to the point <laughs> of like, I am going to send this to people and see what they think. Mm. And that's a whole other thing. And so this past week, I sent a script to, I think, three or four people. I can't remember. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Martin Scorsese. D.D. <laughs> Spielberg, what's up, buddy? You mind reading this? Uh, it's a short, it's a short script. It's, 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 it's a short that I am hoping to direct. direct. I've always wanted to be a director. Why are you doing quotes? Uh, because I'm talking, aren't you supposed to, aren't you supposed to use quotes when you're, when someone's speaking, you put it in quotations. So. Also, you do your quotes touching. <laughs> you're supposed to do it like this? I think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just putting one quote around it. Uh, it's quotes within quotes. Other quotes. Yeah. yeah. Um, also. No, but you should direct. Yeah. Like what I'm saying is don't undermine it. <laughs> It just feels silly to say that just because it's so. It's a cliche. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, I wrote a script and I, I was going to send it to a couple people and I sent it to them. And as soon as I sent it, I immediately was like, these are all the things I have to change that don't make sense, that are absurd, that aren't like. But you wouldn't have come to that realization until you had sent it. So you but had that's to what it. I, that's what I was 
thinking was like, oh, this is the only reason I'm thinking that is because all of a sudden in my brain, it exists outside of right. my brain. You're almost from thinking the of it view, from someone else's POV. From the point of view of someone else's brain, I'm going, what am I looking at? And mm-hmm. not the idea that has germinated inside my head and then slowly come out, uh, but but somebody else looking at it cold, and I'm all, I'm only able to see that I guess after I send it off to somebody because I what I was going to say is I've done that several times over the last couple of years with scripts where I send out a version and then I'm immediately like oh no there's all these things I still need to change in there you know whereas obviously I didn't feel that way before I sent it so I guess what I'm coming to terms with is that's just part of the process for me is. Until I send it out to someone, it's still going to need a lot of changes. Right. You know? It needs that step. Hold on one second. Yeah. Okay. This is the part of the show where Amber pretends that she has other people around her and she's screaming at them. She's like, guys, come on. I'm, on, I'm doing a podcast, guys. Please. Please let me do a podcast. No. Um. Jeff is cooking. He's uh-huh. the greatest person alive. And I think we have Google Home. It's spying on us. We're the bad guys. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But his like kitchen timer alarm was going off in here. Oh boy. And so I don't think like I wanted to make sure he knew, like, take it off the pan or whatever. The water is boiled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but but so so. Anyway, that was just an interesting realization. I mean, interesting to me anyway. Who knows how other people feel? Some people might find it interesting. I don't know. Some people are like, I don't care. But No, I, I think – and but because um, you just automatically wouldn't get to that step until right. it's externalized. So you, you have to. And the problem, of course, is that – They'll give you notes and you'll be like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> well – I don't want to be that guy because I've definitely dealt with those people. Uh-huh. Uh, but but in that same vein, I did then go, I'm just going to go back and change it before I even get notes from people. And then if they give me notes, I just have to sit there and go, thank you, thank you, thank you, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you, as opposed to doing, which drives me fucking crazy when when I give people notes on stuff and they're like, I know, I know, I know. I already knew that. Yeah, I know. Then I'm like, why, why did you send it to me then? Why are you asking? Me then that? you should have done that. Yeah. Um, but, but the other thing is you can't then. And I actually thought about this this time because I was like, I know these guys have not read it yet and I have no expectations of them reading but it. But you yet. could send the updated version. But I don't. Yeah. You can't just go like, by the way, in case you haven't read it yet, Here's a new version. I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, that's, I don't want yeah, to. It, it makes it seem. It makes it seem like it wasn't important the first time that I sent it, but it really oh. was. You know. Oh, um, I, I, I didn't get that from it. I just thought that it would um, sort of be overwhelming, and then it's like, so okay, which version am I? Like now, I'm confused. But I guess the way I look at it is, if I if I sent another version. If somebody sent me another version within six hours of sending me the first version. Oh, it, they must have just written the first one in a day. Yeah, I would be like, what? Or, or even just like, why didn't you just wait until you were done? Like, I thought you said you were done. Like, you're not taking 
the process seriously. If you're, are you going to send me another one tomorrow morning? Like that's going to make me even less likely to read it. If you're just like updating it on the regular, you know, Hey, smudge, what's up? (laughs) That's your old friend, Sean. (laughs) Not as excited this time. (laughs) Um, So anyway, and also what was funny about that too or I don't know if any of that was funny. It, wasn't, it, doesn't it was seem hilarious. Funny. Yeah, it doesn't seem that funny. Um, I love milk. Uh, but I uh, I sent it to, well, what I realized was the people I sent it to, and I think this is important too, they're all people whose judgment I trust. Of co- right. But and also people I have a close enough relationship with that I know that even if they're like, what the fuck is this? They're not going to, it's not going to change their opinion of me. You know right. what I mean? Like, well, and they would be able to communicate that to you mm-hmm. in a way that wasn't soul crushing. Right. <laughs> but I'm looking at it more from my point of view uh, of like, I'm, uh, what if this person thinks I'm crazy, you know? Right. And I, like, I already know, that's never going to happen with any of these people. Like right. they're, 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 or, or if they do think that they already thought that this is not going to affect it in any way. Whereas with some other things that I've sent out, I've sent it to people that I knew, but didn't know, like they weren't people who I have a more of a sense of with. deep connection with, you know? Right. Um, so that was a, that was a thing. And then, uh, the other thing I did today was I watched my uh, I watched my nephew play basketball. So that was uh, that was kind of funny. Uh, In real life? No, on on a I don't know what it was an app or a website or something <laughs> like they were filming his. Uh, You're d- drinking a glass of milk. And- <laughs> I'm drinking a glass of milk with banana flavoring in it. Um, <laughs> But uh, it was just funny because I could watch it on my phone and then I can mirror my phone on my TV. But because it's just a one camera shoot from like way up in the gym, even on the TV, it still is like Like a tiny, tiny image, you know. Um, And then I would like what I didn't realize after till after a while, I did the thing where on your phone, you, you, you make the picture bigger. So I was like, oh, there he is. I can see his number and everything. But then the camera, like, you can't see what's going on because the camera doesn't follow that. The camera's kind of stationary a lot of the time. So unless they're right in that spot, you can't, you know. So anyway, it was uh, was just fun to watch him and also to realize. So he's, he's, um, I think he's a sophomore yeah he's a sophomore in high school and he's kind of tall you know and he's a good basketball player but he's also so skinny like he's just a twig you know and watching him do that I realized that's exactly what I was like when I was a junior in high school and playing football and getting fucking destroyed (laughs) on a regular basis like I was like it's hilarious to picture in my head these guys who were just beating the shit out of me and me having the physique that he has right now. <laughs> like they they literally could have picked me up and just snapped me in half. You know, um, I think I've I think I've talked about this before, but 
The starting quarterback on my high school football team was a guy named Artie McCormick Jr. His father was Artie McCormick Sr., who was a history professor or history, not professor, teacher at my high school who turned 16 while we were there because he had been born on leap day. So he was, you know, he, he was 16 while we were students there, which was always very funny to us. Um but Artie, you know, was was the quarterback of the football team. And he was he was a fucking athlete. He was a starting pitcher on the baseball team. Like he was one oh, of those wow. kind of guys. And we used to do a drill. I mean, he was probably, you know, he's probably six feet tall, 190 pounds. And we used to do a drill where one guy would pick the other guy up over his shoulder and carry him the length of the field, a hundred yards. You'd run, you know, from one end of the field to the other, and then you'd get to the other end and then you'd switch and the other guy would carry that guy back. And so Artie, because he was the starting quarterback, always grabbed me for that drill because he was like, I want the tiniest, skinniest, <laughs> lightest, easiest person. So and but then, then you'd have to carry him. I would try to lift him up and be like, no, 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 I'm just going to run. I'm going to run. I'm just going <laughs> to run myself. Like, <laughs> uh, But anyway, unfortunately, they lost their game, but it was, a, it was a fun game to see. So that was my day. I did a lot of things. Nice. Uh, how about you? What have you been up to? What's the latest with you? Checking in with Amber Kenny. Yeah. I mean, um, the whole reason we recorded on Saturday in the bright daylight with your oh man your vampire tendencies you just mm-hmm. it was a lot for you and I appreciate that um was I went to visit my friends Tim and Melissa and their kids June and Johnny in Ventura they in the pandemic moved to upstate New York bought a house the whole bit but um Sorry, are they, are Tim and Melissa the parents of the famous couple, Johnny Cash and June Carter? Yes, yes, they are. That's what they're named after. (laughs) Um, But they were in town. um, Tim and I have the same birthday, but he's a year older. So it was his 40th. And um, that makes you 39. mm -hmm. Can you believe? (laughs) Little old me. Um, I remember you from when you were just a little old 38-year-old. I know. Um, but, yeah, that's that's really why I had last week off work, is initially there was supposed to be, like, a Palm Springs trip celebrating Tim's birthday. And I was, like, all in, and I requested the time off in, like, February. Mm-hmm. And then that didn't pan out. <clears throat> But they're still in town, and I think – well, I know. Tim is doing a thing this Friday for his birthday somewhere in L.A. for, like, L.A. friends. But he's staying with his parents in Ventura, which is c- quite a ways away. And so um, Jeff and I and Smudgy went to go visit him. Them. <laughs> and I misunderstood. I thought they were wrapping up a brunch and that we were going to hang out with them after and just like walk on the beach with the dog and the kids and catch up and then leave. But um, we show up and they're like, we got a table. And we we're like, oh, okay. So it was Smudgy's first time at a restaurant. And mm-hmm. I think it was the way to do it. And um, it, it, it's 
I'll go back. It's quite a drive. I mean, it, it's a little over an hour. Yeah. It's quite a drive the, the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just inherent traffic. And uh, so just even getting there, it was like, okay, let's, are we doing this? We're doing it. But, but we did it. And then again, we showed up and we're, Jeff and I are both sort of frazzled. We're just like looking for a place that we could let Smudgy pee and like park. And my understanding also is that sometimes he'll get out of the car and just take the biggest shit (laughs) the size of his entire body. So, so we were looking for that. And, uh, but yeah, they were like, oh yeah, we've got a table on the patio. So we were like, oh, okay. And again, I think it was good. I think if they had said like, let's go to a restaurant with Smudgy, we probably would have been like, that's too much. We can't do it. But like the ignorance is, is bliss situation of like, well, we're just doing it. Forced us to do we're it. We're not going to turn around and go home because they had gotten a table on the patio. Right. You weren't going right. to go. Did you guys ask for the special right. dog I haven't, section? Right. I haven't seen them in a year and a half, yeah. but like, see, I wouldn't want to be a, um, so we did it and there were other dogs on the patio and there was like, it was fine. It Blank was poker. fine. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so I, w- I was proud of, proud of old smudge and mm-hmm. uh, it was fun hanging out with them. It's wild. Like that is the age we are not saying that it's old, but. Going I mean, to I, restaurants on your own. Well, I've known Tim like 20 years and um I, like i was wild that you are the ages you are that you just celebrated the birthday of right well and like the conversations we had it was all just them talking about their kids and us talking about smudgy and i was like yep this is <laughs> where we are we're not like i don't know dumb 19 year olds anymore johnny was just up at Folsom prison <laughs> and, uh, did a whole concert up there. It was great. Well, and it's wild because Johnny is two, so I basically don't know him. Like the <laughs> the lockdown happened his whole life. I met him once. As a, is he is he is he walking? I mean, is he? Yeah, he's doing is good. He able to, is he able to walk the line? <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it was so great to see them and. I did, like, I, I had a little bit of a headache before we left, and then I drove, and then we, again, we sat on this patio, and I ordered, like, fish and chips and a beer, like, the, the most dehydrating <laughs> meal that you could think of, and then we were like, let's go. By the walk. way, this is why I always get, uh, when I get fish and chips, I get milk with it. <laughs> horrible um and then we went for a walk on the beach but the the sun wasn't setting but it was exactly like we were walking towards the beach and the sun was like a flashlight in our eyes like it was did it look did johnny go that looks like a burning ring of fire (laughs) he did he did (laughs) but um so like between having a headache to start the long drive then the most dehydrating meal of all time. And then like walking directly into sunshine. And I have like no pigment in my eyes. So I'm very sensitive to that. So I felt like I spent the whole walk just blind and um, 
squinty. And then also like, is Smudgy okay? There's lots of dogs not on leashes. Like it was kind of chaos. Those two dogs over there are smoking blunts. <laughs> and it, it, it was all really fun. But um, when I got home, I was like, oh, I'm in a lot of pain. <laughs> like I spent the entire day like, mm-hmm. um, and exhausted. But we did it. And I was proud of us. And it might be all in my head and projecting, but it feels like Smudgy's been good lately. And in my head, he's like, yeah, go to restaurants, like see dogs <laughs> not on leashes at the beach. Like I can do anything. Like he, he's a brave guy now. You wake up tomorrow morning, the key, the car keys are missing. <laughs> yeah, like, the, Jesus Christ. Smudgy. <laughs> that would be awesome. I just want to get something at the drive-thru. <laughs> he would. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's my big checking in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I, so let me ask you this. You, you've had, a, you had a party at your place. You're, you, you know, you, but you went to this restaurant. How, how comfortable are you at this point with that kind of interaction with lots of other people? I, I like go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, again, at this restaurant, we were on a patio, we were outside. And I think, I, I don't know if I still feel okay eating inside. But then, like, I went to a play inside. Like, I'm full of shit, so I don't know. It 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 truly does feel like arbitrary or or like um, superstition almost at this point right. um, of like what I'm comfortable with and what I'm not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I I I guess I'm kind of the same. I I went to I had a meeting you know, whatever, meeting, coffee, blah, 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 yesterday. Martin Scorsese, we get it. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to be here, Jim Jarmish. Um, but I, uh, first of all, I get there and the person that I'm meeting goes, oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, you have to have your vaccination status with you when you come here. And, and you're I like, like, that's going to be difficult because I burnt it. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with lasers, but <laughs> I carved mine up with one. Uh, no, I had it on my phone, but then I had to spend like 10 minutes going through all the Make photos. a folder that's phone. just Vax card. Right. I should do that. Uh, if I knew how to make folders on my phone. Um, oh, Sean. <laughs> an album. But, but I don't also, mean folder, an album. But, but but also what was funny was I found it and I put it up on my phone. I put it on the table. And the first of all, this is a coffee shop in L.A. So prior to this time I had been there, pr- prior to going this time, every time I had been there for the past 97 years, you go up to the thing, you order your stuff, they bring it to your table, or you get it right there, whatever the case. All of a sudden, because of this pandemic, there's just waiter service. I, I feel like that was a reaction they had to the Comic-Con variant that has started to come out. Uh, and I just thought that was like... How, how does that make it more safe? Couldn't tell you. Could uh. not tell you. Um and maybe they were doing that before, but yeah, I just didn't understand. But the waiter came by the table and he was like, oh, you can put that away. I saw it already. And I was like, uh, when did you see it? Like, well, it was on my phone before I opened it. Uh, 
So clearly that indicates to me that they're not taking it super seriously. That it's, that, that it's lip service more than anything else, which whatever, that's doesn't make me crazy. But, um, but then, then I was, uh, <laughs> I was um, on the street. We finished the meeting, whatever I left. I'm walking down the street walking by somebody at another coffee shop. There's lots of coffee shops in this part of town. I'm walking by somebody at another coffee shop. Uh, they go, Sean. And it's, of course, director John Favreau. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was somebody, it was an improviser that I know. And I was like, holy shit. And it was just cool that he recognized me with my mask on and whatever. And like, but it was somebody I hadn't seen. And so there was like a weird, do we shake hands? Right. Fist bump, like whatever. And then we're talking and somebody else comes walking by and goes, Hey, Sean Conroy. And it's another person from the improv world, but from the New York UCB improv world and not the LA UCB improv world. And so in my head, I'm like, Oh, we're all, they know each other. Right. And of course they didn't. And so I didn't immediately go, oh, this person is this person and this person is this person and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, it just, it felt even more socially awkward than usual to be in the presence of other people. Um, And, you know, on the one hand, I was just glad that I ran into people I knew because it's been so fucking long. But on the other hand, I was like, this definitely takes adjustment. Like it is it's just weird, you know? Um, and, and, and it, it, it was funny. I the, the, the other, uh, the, the, the one, per- the first person left, uh, went off to do whatever he had initially been, been doing. And the second person were talking for a while, whatever. And then I, I had to go, cause I had to go back and teach a class and <laughs> we're leaving. And she's like, do you, do you want a hug? And I was like, Sure, let's do that. <laughs> uh, which felt, which also felt very like weird pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just like such a conscious, specific decision, you know. Uh, and had not done that when we initially saw each other because it takes a minute of like warming up to interaction to even be like, Oh yes, this is the person I thought it was, even though we're all wearing masks and, you know, um, and of course, part of that also is like, I guess as I was walking down the street, I didn't necessarily have to have my mask on. I would have been fine walking without my mask, but for whatever reason, I had not taken it off. I had, I had been sitting at the table with the mask off in the cafe the other person left. I went to use the restroom before I was leaving. And I was like, I'm going back further in walking around. So I'm just going to put my mask on because that's what you're supposed to do. So I did that. And then I just hadn't taken it off by the time I ran into these people on the street. And then when I'm talking to them, I wasn't going to be like, Hey, you know, which, which I think also would have been fine, but I just right. didn't, you know, uh, Anyway, crazy world, crazy world we're living in. It's so weird. Um, well, how about this? How about we take a break and then uh, and then we come back and we do parting shots? Sounds great. Uh, I'm 
just made me like I realized as I was talking to you that, that I wasn't wearing a mask and we're very close. And so uh, it made me very self-conscious <laughs> that I should have a mask on. So uh, anyway, this is a segment in the show that we like to call parting shots. So why don't we start today with Amber parting shots? Sure. Yeah. Um, I took last week off work and I, mentioned how needed it was and how burnt out I was. Um, I'm back this week and I'm trying, you know, I feel like it's like almost a cliche. Like anytime you go on vacation and you, you do a lot of walking or you eat a new type of food, you're like, this, this isn't me. This is my new life. I'm going to bring this into my regular life. And it, it doesn't always work out. You go back to, Old patterns. That's why patterns like, are patterns. Amber, why are you walking around the office eating grapes all the time? Because <laughs> I'm eating grapes now. <laughs> um, so, but I'm really trying to just to have a better attitude and perspective of like, we're not curing cancer. It is what it is. Things might get missed. I can only do so much. I'm only a human being. Um, and I'm, I'm like worthy <laughs> nonetheless. I am a good person. And that sounds really trite and silly, but that is like a profound thing to actually internalize. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, whatever. That said, um, I came back on Monday and not my direct boss, but like the head of my new department was like, did you? Hey, are you what what are you doing? Like on chat. And I was like, going through emails. Am I supposed to be in a meeting? Like, am I in trouble? What's going on? And he's like, no, no, nothing. Um, did you get anything? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? Anyway, later that afternoon, something arrived and it is incredible. So I'm gonna do a little show and tell. Was this like the 27 dresses thing where you were like, is this from my boss? These roses <laughs> from my boss? And then it turned out it was from uh, Cyclops from Yes, X-Men. yes, yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Well, this, it's not from just my boss. It's from my whole team. But wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's incredible. Unreal. It's incredible. I gasped. Do you, um, know, do you know what those, like, metals? Each of those metals has a thing for you, right? Like, what yeah. are they? I don't, they said that it was like the sergeant is what they requested, but yeah, Uh he's just. Apparently Smudgy was very important, featured very prominently in the Battle of Waterloo. Yes, Uh, yes. So. He's my little king. Um, So it, it, when I got it, it took my breath away and um, as cheesy as it sounds, like it feels like (laughs) I'm seen. Mm-hmm. on this team like they know me um because i don't want to sound like an ingrate but i've i've definitely received gifts from work that it's like i know that it's the thought that counts and it's lovely that you got me something but it's so clear that you don't know who i am even in the slightest and so it's it's seven it's, gallons of milk <laughs> yeah, yeah. um well, like at the bank, I would always get like, I guess because I smile a lot, mm-hmm. I would always get like a Lost. pen with like a fluffy top. And I'm like, right. 
Well, that's, that's the Venn diagram is like people who smile and people who like fluffy top pens. Yeah, like I was like, thank, and I like used it because why not? But I would never in a million years buy that or want it. Anyway, point is, I feel seen, and um, that is notable. I, I feel like that goes a long way. So I'm trying again to just be like, okay, I'm in the right place. Everything's fine. Right. And it's also about permanent. <laughs> By the way, one of my favorite things to do is when I meet people who smile a lot, I like to sneak around and steal the fluffy tops off their pens. <laughs> you know? But you know what I'm talking like they they think that I'm just like super like girly. Yeah. In a way that it's not that I'm not girly. I don't know how to explain it. It just feels like they don't know who I am. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I you know. A lot of times jobs that I've worked where they, you know, I get pens with like a poison dart attached to the other end. Wait, that's useful. True. <laughs> you just got to be careful when you're chewing on the end of it, mm. you know. Uh, oh, that also reminds me. Sorry, everything I talk about is about Smudgy, but he's my whole world. Um, so Smudgy's before favorite. You said, before you said this, what are you going to do with the picture? I don't know. I have it right now. Like. Um, against the wall by my desk so I can see it the whole time I'm working. Mm-hmm. But I eventually I need to hang it up, but it's like, how do I pick? Right. <sighs> or do I bring it into the office when you go back to the office? Right. I don't know. Yeah, because you can't bring smudgy into the office. No, 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 no. I could try. You could. People do that. We always had dogs at where I worked for Mr. Pickles, which was... Well, you're allergic, so that must have been... But good for me, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, no, DreamWorks is very <laughs> clearly and adamantly anti-dog for some uh, reason. Um, but his favorite thing, and it might not be his favorite thing, I can't speak for him, I don't know, but something he does quite often, if he's in like a a mood, a feisty mood, if I get up from my desk, he'll jump on my chair grab a pen and then just be like so excited that he has my pen hmm. i am going somewhere there is actually a story Sorry, i lost you you're talking <laughs> about deaf now i'm talking about smudgy. Oh, smudgy um but for the longest time i would like chase him around and be like no give it back to me and he just thought it was a game like there was like no way to get it back without fully tackling him or like luring him with another treat, but then it's like encouraging him to do it again. Cause he did get a treat by doing it. So anyway, this week I've channeled my like inner mama bear, like anger where I'm just like, no, I'm not even doing it full out because I'm embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me and he's like, Oh, and he drops it. Cause I think the energy I was giving him before he thought that it was a game. And the fact that I was like, I, I'm mad. I don't want you to have that. He dropped it without me doing anything else. And I was like, okay. And then I would pet him and like give him a treat that he dropped it himself. But um, you're like, can you give me the, can you give me the pen back? But also you can take a card from community chest and right. go and collect $200. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I don't know. I think he's helping me channel my like anger when it's useful. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. It definitely makes sense. Uh, and I think channeling anger is what life is all about, you know? 
anyway, I fell into a burning ring of fire. Um, <laughs> I, uh, let's see parting shots. I don't know. I, I, uh, you know, I've been on this, on this group of people that I went to college with for, since this whole thing started. And for a while we were having a, a phone call every, or like a, you know, FaceTime chat every week, which was great. And, uh, it's still great. Like I, you know, now it's mostly just, uh, messages back and forth about silly stuff or interesting stuff, or this is what I'm up to or whatever, you know, every day or two days or whatever. Um, and there's one guy in the group who, who I really like, who actually was a fan of this show back when we first started, like big, big, big fan of the show. He's falling um, off. <laughs> well, a lot of people, <laughs> the earth is moving very quickly. And a lot of people have fallen off the face of the earth. Uh, no, I think he just got overwhelmed with a lot of stuff in his life. He has lots of kids and, you know, his kids started getting into sports and he was going to games and, you know, whatever. Uh, but one thing is that he, at least for a while back in the day, was an extremely, I don't mean just an extremely conservative Republican. I mean, like a very actively extremely conservative Republican, you know, very involved in going to events and fundraising and politics and also a big time, I think one of the problems back then for him was that he was a big time, you know, talk radio listener and consumer of right wing media. And I think he had kind of an epiphany at some point just about that, about the right wing media aspect of the whole thing. I think his, I think it was one of his kids who was like, they were just in the car and his kid was like, why are you listening to this? Like, they're just saying the same horrible things over and over and over. And he kind of was like, yeah, what the fuck am I doing? And he stopped, but it didn't really change his politics right. You're, as you, much as it yeah. could have, you know? Um, and anyway, somebody brought up something in this group today and he, he is, by far the most extreme of all those people, everybody else is, I shouldn't say that by far the most right wing of all the people that I'm in touch with or, or right leaning of all the people that I'm in touch with in that group. And so I think that makes him not want to participate to a certain extent because there is stuff that comes up on a regular basis. That's like, fuck this guy, fuck mm. that guy. What an idiot. I mean, but that's not- all just you. <laughs> <laughs> uh not even uh but but uh anyway he i think it makes him reluctant to participate i just don't want to hear about that like it's i think what happened was he decided that because he had been so into it and now he wasn't into it that none of it mattered anymore like anybody who pays any attention to any of that stuff is wasting their time but i sort of get that in the like healing cycle of like you don't immediately go to enlightenment i don't know I no don't no, know. no i'm not i'm not saying that but i think to go i used to listen to all of this stuff and it was way too much so now i know that anybody who listens to any of it is crazy. a fucking moron yeah. for paying attention to any of it because it's stupid it's dumb to pay attention to it. that to me is indicative of some kind of like uh 
I don't know, like a zealot's mindset. Like it's, it's all or nothing about life, everything, yeah. you know? But anyway, for some reason today, his, somebody said something politically oriented, I don't remember. And he chimed in and said, look, you know, obviously one of the things that somebody said something about or maybe set somebody off was the whole thing at the Supreme Court yesterday and whatever. And somebody was talking about gerrymandering, how gerrymandering has become a big issue. And he was like, both sides have gerrymandered forever. Everybody does it. It's part of politics. It doesn't make it right. Yeah. And, you know, everything that happens just sets off the right wing propaganda machine at Fox News, the left wing propaganda machine at CNN and MSNBC. None of it matters. Like, there's no reason to listen to any of this, whatever, whatever. And I just couldn't. I couldn't sit back. Oh, and and it's the Supreme Court is just going to send this decision making process about abortion back to the states where it belongs. And I just couldn't refrain from saying anything. And I said, like, whatever, who cares what I said? I just said, if you're if you're saying that both sides are the same right now, that's not the case. Like. There is one side politically right now that is living in a false reality, in a fabricated web of lies. There's another side that's behaving the way politicians have always behaved. Some of it's true, some of it's false. They're doing some good things, doing some bad things. But that's not the same. Those two things are not the same. And one of them has gotten drastically, drastically worse over time. And I said, you know, whatever you you are allowed to feel however you want to feel but i'm not going to just sit here and say you're allowed to say what you want to say but none of us are allowed to respond to that so you know um and he you know his response was basically just yep that's fine i i'm i'm fine you know i i think probably i said like you're allowed to say whatever you <laughs> you want to say but but you're completely wrong. So, you know, I'm going to, whatever. And he was like, yeah, well, I, I, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And you're the one who's wrong. So it's fine, whatever. Uh, but I guess what I'm, what I'm driving at is that this is a thing that feels to me like it's just never going to go away. Like this is going to be how life is forever now, because there has been such a radical split and there are so many people whose whole agenda is to keep their side angry and hateful all the time. And I'm not saying this guy was angry and hateful, but I'm saying he is responding to that anger and hate and saying, this is how everybody is. So there's just Mm. no way to have any discussion about this, which I think is, it is bad and is part of the reason for driving that anger and hate is to overwhelm people and make them go, I just don't care anymore. I'm not going to right, right, right. let these fucking people do whatever they want. I just don't want to be involved, you know? And that scares me because I, I guess one of the things that's frustrating is I feel like this guy's a smart guy with in some ways, good values, some that I disagree with, obviously, but he's just going, who gives a shit? Like, 
yeah, Fox News is lying about everything, but so is everybody else. And I just, that's just not true. You know, it's just not the same. It's not the same thing. Anyway, that's my, that's my parting shot. Your head looks so little. Like, like, yeah, it's very strange. I was thinking about how you wore sunglasses. Black is very slimming. (laughs) You wore sunglasses last episode and a mask this episode. It's like you're you you're really distancing yourself. Next episode, I'm gonna have to bust out the uh, those old timey uh, sea helmets. You know the um, oh yes, the portholes in them, like the big. The hose that goes up to the surface. Yes, that's what you need. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's my parting shot. So uh, anything else? No, I think that's it. I think we did it. We did it. Uh, folks, this is a long shot. Feel free to go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and write us a review. And that helps us in the algorithm. Unless it's going to be about my... Um, Scripts. Unless it's going to be about my scripts and please don't say nice things about me because I don't want to hear them. You know, you're complicated. It's tough to <laughs> tough to make you happy. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time on the long shot. Bye-bye.